This is Inside Berkeley. I'm Brian Paris, and in this episode, we're talking with Jeff Dornfeld and Jeff Apruzzi, the director and operations manager, respectively, of Berkeley's newest institute, the Berkeley Popular Music Institute, or BPMI. The institute pairs music business students with artists and gives students an immersive experience in A&R, artist development, recording, booking, promotion, social media, sponsorship, and live shows. Bands that work with BPMI also land placements at national summer festivals such as Lollapalooza, CMJ, Electric Daisy, Oceaga, and others. Jeffs, welcome to Inside Berkeley. Great to be here. Um, So the theme music we just heard, uh, I learned that Jeff A. over here was in a band called The Peasantry that actually composed that piece. Correct. Yeah. So, do, so you were you the main writer in, on that one? No, I mean I was the bass player. I was a contributor, but you know, if you want to talk about transparency, I didn't know that this was on here. So I hope uh, you know I'm getting my bitcoins. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ch- checks in the mail, Jeff. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, that everyone. was a heavy rotation band, by the way. Right, right. Yeah, which, gonna... uh, which is sort of the origins of BPMI. It was already starting off with a good link here. So. I want to know a little bit about the background of where the BPMI came from, sort of the origin story. Jeff D., can you speak a little bit on the history? Yeah, I guess it kind of spun out of uh, Heavy, Heavy Rotation Records, which is the, was the senior practicum in music business management. Um, I am the faculty advisor uh, kind of from, for the last 20 years. Uh, over the time, uh, we started doing compilation records, and about six years ago, uh, I met with Charlie Jones, who is one of the C's of C3, who uh, put on the Lollapalooza concert. And w- one thing led to another, and it led into a scholarship uh, for Berkeley, full scholarship and a full five-week scholarship. And we got to take uh, heavy rotation students to intern at Lollapalooza. And we also get an artist on Lollapalooza. So we've been doing that for six years. Uh, We've also done Lollapalooza in Brazil and Lollapalooza in Argentina and Lollapalooza in Chile. And so uh, out of that came this whole idea of seeing artists perform on these stages that are, you know, somewhere six feet, eight feet high, 60 feet wide, 40 feet deep, and seeing them, you know, do this and come off the stage and realize that, uh, you know, they can, you know, pursue this dream of theirs to actually go out and and tour and work. And I think the best way for them is to get exposed to it. And so BPMI allowed us to actually add more festivals and uh, gives us uh, a platform where we have students uh, who are at Berkeley, it's it's a cross section, but a lot of biz- music business students who will be working with these artists for three semesters, which I didn't have before. What I had before was uh, students taking one semester and then leaving, and other students coming in, and we do the record, and then we go do Lollapalooza, and it's kind of wasn't consistent with the students working with, with the artists and developing the artists. So this is, you know, kind of, it's spun out of there. It's spun out of that whole idea with, with Lollapalooza, and we just kind of expanded on this and started uh, looking at other ways of giving this experience to, to more students at Berkeley. Cool. That's great. I love hearing about that, going from, you know, plugging people into performances, but also expanding it into something that's like a full-on educational experience with curriculum and all that, which we'll get into. Um, Jeff A., we mentioned that you were in the peasantry. You went on 
to be in a little indie outfit some people may know as Passion Pit. And now you're at BPMI. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how you got involved? Um, I got involved, um, you know, Jeff, Jeff and I always stayed in touch through, you know, mingling through like the festivals that he had started to get students on. So, you know, first at South by Southwest, I would see him and then, uh, you know, expanding to Lollapalooza in South America, we were staying at the same hotel in Chile. And so, you know, we always kept running into each other and then, um, you know, right around the time when he was starting the to get the van scholarship together that he started, um, when they were getting ready to present it, um, they wanted to bring in someone, you know, with like a Berkeley alumni to present the scholarship. And so Jeff, you know, got in contact with me and, um, you know, I flew out to, um, to Colorado to where the recipient, uh, where her hometown was. And, you know, we had this kind of reception for her and surprised her with this scholarship. But that was really when Jeff started talking to me about this program and everything. And it was just, the timing was right where I was kind of ready to get off the road. Um, you know, I had been in the band and touring for about eight years and, you know, I was just ready to kind of settle down and to do something else. And so, um, you know, you, you know, tell me about the kind of the outline of this program and everything. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds really cool. You know, like something where I can take the experience I've had in being in a band and all of that and that experience and applying it to something more than just, you know, uh, going out and playing shows every night and you know, kind of, that was where the seed started. And then a few months later, I kind of emailed him asking if anything was happening with it. And he would, you know, that happened to be when he was like, yeah, uh, it's happening. I'm actually hiring someone to come on board. Would you be interested? You know, and then went through that, that whole process. And that brings me here. Yeah. And you bring with you a lot of that experience too. that these bands that are part of the Institute are seeing. So you have that, that added bonus, which is great. So I know, I know that uh, festivals are just kind of one piece of the program and that a really large part of it is, is actually designed for music business students to, to get more involved uh, in working directly with, with bands. So could you talk a little bit about uh, who, who this is designed for and, and kind of what that piece of the music business uh, student side looks like? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we opened it up at, it's a, uh, three semesters and it's going to be one credit per semester and what we're looking for in students we, we actually have a cross-section we have a lot of music business students a lot of dual majors we have mpe students uh, epd students so we we got a good cross-section of of students uh berkeley different majors uh most of them are dual majors with music business uh so the whole idea that is to develop the bands and prepare them uh, for the actual festival performance. Uh, it's because, you know, it's kind of overwhelming for an artist to go play a stage that's two feet high and, you know, 10 feet wide to go play a stage at six to eight feet high and 60 feet wide. Uh, so, the, you know, we look at to give them the most opportunity when they're going to go there is to prepare them for all this. And the other thing is about the festivals today uh, is that they need and want all the different assets that the band has. So what what their social media is, what their websites are, 
the songs, the SoundCloud, everything, and they want that on their website, which gives visibility for 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 the artist on on the festival website. So. Our, the students who are part of the BPM class, what we did this year was we interviewed 100 and we picked 18. And we're looking to get six bands, uh, six artists, I should say. It doesn't have to be bands. It could be DJs or, you know, and songwriters, singer-songwriters. We just don't know what we'll get. But over the years, we've had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of submissions for, for our records, uh, which we expect again. So, uh, so these... Uh, Students will do the NR process, pick the pick the six artists, and then Jeff and I will match them up. Three students per artist, and this will all happen in the fall semester. And they'll work with that artist, help them with their biographies, help them with their photos, help them with their social media, all of that. Put it all together, and then we'll gather up and put the record together. We we absorbed heavy rotation records is in uh, Berkeley Pop Music Institute now, so that's our label, and so they'll put all that together and then we'll do our concert which we did last year at the St. Clair and we'll do it again which we sold out and then we'll uh, from there uh, we'll have the festivals on we'll have holds at these different festivals we're looking at six we work with people outside so we work with people from Life Nation we'll work with people from Paradigm and CA a lot of industry people so who help us at the festivals are really in high demand to get artists on uh, so then, uh, once we do the, the showcase, uh, Jeff and I will pick which artist is going to which festival, we'll try to match them up. Most festivals aren't genre specific, but some are. If we look at EDM festivals like Electric Daisy, you know, that's genre specific. If it's, uh, you know, a country festival, that might be genre specific. Lollapalooza is kind of, they have, you know, eight stages, so they're pretty open to almost anything. Same with, you know, most of the other ones will do. So we'll play some, and the three students will keep working with that one artist in the fall, and they'll go through uh, all the contracts. There's contracts that you have to sign to do the festivals, like anything else. And so they'll, we'll oversee it, and they'll go through them, and, you know, if we need insurance clauses or if there's radius clauses, we'll go handle all that. They'll learn how to, how to deal with all of it. And uh, they'll basically work with the production managers and get all that lined up at the festivals and then we'll book additional shows uh going to and and uh from the festivals uh we're also uh gonna have a bus a tour bus and so the the festivals happen in uh in the summer so maybe i'll give it over to Jeff on the tour bus part. So I just don't want to keep talking because I'm going to get something to drink here. Uh, our master of all things tour bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. master. Uh, yeah, He's been on a tour bus. I've been on a tour bus, but when I was on a tour bus, it was in the 70s. And that was like a whole, it was an Ozzy Osbourne tour. It was the last tour bus I was on. So I don't think I want to go into my experiences on a tour bus, all right? <laughs> That's pretty credible, though. Yeah, it was definitely uh, yeah, memorable. How's that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyhow. We'll so keep it safe. Yeah. We'll move on to Jeff. We'll go back and forth. So God, we have to, yeah, yeah. My, you don't want the same voice. My only experience is that you can't go number two on the tour bus, you know? That's the... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, all, those, all the festivals are going to be happening primarily during the summer so the goal is that um you know each 
each group of students with their respective artists will go out to the festival. Um, along the way, we'll be looking at booking club shows. So, you know, ideally working with uh, an agency that's on our advisory board or with, you know, students in the class to get on shows, you know, just so... I mean, anyone can book a show on the way and play at a cafe to the bartender and, you know, the people. The goal is actually get them to play in front of people. So, um, you know, hopefully getting like an opening slot on a show somewhere along the way, as well as doing um, a city music, you know, visit, which is another piece of this. And, you know, kind of having the students go to the the affiliated um, city music sites and then go to the festival perform at the festival, um, you know, and kind of spend a few days there because as much as it is about them performing there, there's a lot to learn from watching how these bigger acts do it, how these bigger acts perform to their audiences. Um, and I think the other, you know, notable part about all this is that, you know, we're not buying onto these festivals. We're not paying money to get our artists there. And furthermore from that, we're not getting, you know, um, a stage that's playing, you know, at the entrance, um, you know, and playing at noon. Across the street at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. We're not playing the, like, welcome ceremony where the artists pick up their badges type of situation. You know, like, our artists are playing on, you know, stages where headliners are going to be forming later that night. Um, so they're on, you know, real, <clears throat> real scheduling, real stages, um, and you know, kind of taking away. They're they're getting a spot that other agents are fighting to get, you know, signed, represented artists on. So, um, you know, it is it is going to be an opening slot during the day, but there is a lot of that they can learn from it, and a lot of fan connections that they can make through it. As well as, you know, they're treated just like, <clears throat> excuse me, anyone else on the festival. So, you know, they'll probably have a dressing room. They'll be backstage. They can, you know, talk with the other bands. They'll be, you know, in that same area. They're not kind. They're not walking them on the stage and then kicking them out the door the second it's after. So they get to experience it from, you know, obviously they're not in a compound like Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, you know, but they're still being treated like every other artist there. So it's cool. That's really cool. And I actually got to go last summer uh, with Jeff A. here to Oceaga uh, with Cordelia and the Buffalo and got to see kind of what that looks like to sort of drive up in a van to to Montreal uh, with the band, super excited and everything, and and, and watch that shift happen, watch watch them see their names on on the trailer behind the stage and and also see the list of of bands that are going to be there throughout the day. And then just kind of seeing how that changed the demeanor of the group to really see that. I mean, cause it's like, you're saying it's not just one show. This is a, like a nose to tail, uh, experience. And it's not even a, a, a simulation of that experience. It's, it's full on. It's, 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 you're not just driving out there, you're stopping, you're doing other gigs and you have students along the way that are supporting them. So, so what's your role in that? It, it seems like you're more kind of advisors in that capacity when, you know, when it's time to deal with, like you were saying, like radius clauses and contract pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. I've done, you know, obviously the last six years with Lala, <clears throat> we've done, done contracts. And, and when Jeff came in, he worked with the Oshaga and the Lala contracts with, with us. Uh, the whole, we'll oversee it uh, because they'll be sending it to us and it's 
Berkeley actually, you know, working with these different festivals. Uh, so, but the students will be the ones who will read through them and, and make sure that everything, you know, that's necessary is done. We want them to know how to do this. Uh, I, I want to go back on the, on the performance side. Uh, one, one minute, because it came to mind when you and Jeff were talking, is that I remember the first one uh, I ever sent to Lollapalooza was Julia Easterlin. And we worked with her to prepare her and had some, you know, talk with her about certain ideas of what she should do. And it was, she got there and realized, you know, wow, this is like seriously big stage. <laughs> and uh, so we got her a, a sound check actually because she was on early. And, uh, but she went on and she did her performance and we had download cards and we, we did bracelets that we gave to a thousand people coming in with her name on it and what stage she's playing and uh, she did all this and she got off the stage and people start asking her for like the autographs and download cards and I remember she came over to me after and said well I really can do this and that's kind of where it all came from it's and I think they really as you mentioned Brad they, they come off as better performers yeah. one I mean they could be playing years you know playing in clubs they just do one performance at these festivals and working like jeff said and seeing what other bands are doing and they become better performers i'm not saying they become better players on their instrument but as as an artist performing they definitely walk off better than when they walked on so so that's the you know that was kind of it that's the excitement of the whole thing and and the students who get to back to them get to work with them uh realizing that they were there helping make that all happen and so you know it's always exciting that you know they see the name you see the production schedule they treat them like uh you know every other artist the production managers are really cool with them set them all up make sure their equipment's all set make sure everything's mic'd they they do everything for them as if they you know you mentioned you know like food fighters everything for them as if they are the food fighters they make them feel that way and i think that's part of what makes it great and i think it's you know, hats off to the people who are putting on the festivals, and we have to hats off to like Jerry Baird, is the CEO of Live Nation Global Touring, who helped us with all of this. I mean, Jerry's kind of been involved with Berkeley for a long time since I've known him since the '70s, and I first brought him in, and he's the one who's helped us, you know, book some of these festival dates. and And if we ask for one, he always, oh, I'll get it for you. So. That's a big plus for us. It's as Jeff mentioned; these are really coveted slots. It's not easy to get these slots. Right, so. right. So, and and to not even have to really compete for that is really cool. Because and it speaks a lot to the reputation of the program already. Kind of going into that. Oh yeah, they don't. You know, they don't even ask. Like, oh, send me the music. They just said, you know, okay, send us all the you know assets and all that, the music and everything. But they don't say we want to pick or we want to hear all these artists. They, they trust that, you know, one, they're coming from Berkeley, so they know they're going to be strong players. And uh, they just trust that we're going to bring an artist that's going to be well-received at the festival. So. Yeah, and I've done that. I've, like, gone on and look at the lineup of all the other bands that are playing. And even the bands that are next on the same line as our artists that are playing – there's no one that's not represented. Everyone at least has an agent. We're pretty much always the only band that doesn't have someone biting for them, which speaks volumes to, again, and re like reinforcing that fact about 
how many people are trying to get you know x amount of spots on the festival so yeah that's awesome so you meant you guys mentioned the sinclair show that was sort of the showcase and that's kind of where the bands that are slotted for the festivals uh got chosen do you want to talk about i mean who's actually going out in the summer kind of mention who's going where so yeah this summer we're sending um glow team to electric daisy carnival in new york which is you know a huge uh, edm festival uh, <laughs> should be that's our it'll be our first time there um and then we'll be doing Lollapalooza again for what the seventh or eighth time i think it's seventh time Lollapalooza, and yeah so we're sending honeysuckle there and i also do we do something at uh one of the stages called kids of palooza it's actually how this whole thing started mm-hmm. uh when i asked said that i could add an academic component to kids of palooza i don't know how academic it is but uh we did we do a kind of a silent concert there for young kids and so we bring students to intern and do that also so uh so that's kids Lollapalooza. and then oh yeah then we're sending uh no way to to oceaga um and you know she's been getting a lot of uh, a lot of exposure you know since the the Sinclair show you know she's been getting a lot of interest from from various industry folk which is cool so I really I'm really excited to go up to to Oceaga with her and see you know how that plays out um, and then uh, early September we're taking uh, Simone to um, Jay-Z's Made in America festival in Philadelphia so yeah that's what we have on tap for for this summer um as we've been kind of you know slowly escalating up the program you know last summer it was just Lollapalooza and Oshiaga and years before it was just Lollapalooza and so now you know we're kind of building to our goal of hitting six festivals I mean it sounds like with all these plans going ahead to I mean I have no doubt that you guys will reach out considering where it's moved and, and how successful everything's been so far. I'm really excited to see how this first official year coming up uh, in the fall is going to look for BPMI. Um, so I encourage everyone to check it out, berkeley.edu slash BPMI. Uh, learn more about the program. And uh, thanks, guys, for being here. And uh, let's go out with a track uh, from from Noe, who, as Jeff A. mentioned, uh, is going up to Oshiaga. So here's a track uh, called Lady. This episode was engineered by student Steve Shaw in partnership with The Burn. I'm Brian Paris, and this is Inside Berkeley. Oh, wait, hold on. You need to re- hold on. Say it again. <laughs> Say what? Do your, do your closing again. The episode, okay. <laughs> this episode was engineered by student Steve Shaw in partnership with The Burn. I'm Brian Paris, and this is Inside Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs>